This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. It's Friday, it's 6.30-ish, and it's time for the final ever podcast of the year. Don't worry, you don't get rid of us that easily. Coming up tonight, it's all about that winning feeling as the Stags come from behind to win 3-1 at Stevenage and bag their first Boxing Day win in 10 years to beat promotion rivals Bury 2-1 at the One Course Stadium to move into the top three. Tonight, we'll get the thoughts of Ryan Sweeney, Tyler Walker and David Flickcroft on the winter wins. Big win today, to be fair. Um, you know, going in 1-0 up. One nil down at half time, you know, we felt that was a bit harsh, but we just didn't we didn't concentrate for the for the full for the full forty six minutes that was played in the first half and you know we were bitterly disappointed after how well we had played. So, you know, it was just about coming out second half and just um, continuing that momentum we had and um, you know, we scored the first one pretty early and then we managed to um, just kick on from there and score we scored two more good goals and yeah, we take the three points. I think obviously it was a big game coming into it. Um, both teams are on around the same points so um, the fact that we we won is obviously um, a massive thing for us and uh, the three points is definitely the main thing. The engagement between supporters and players uh, and you can feel it behind your back, you can feel that that weight of they enjoy, they enjoy, they embrace them, they enjoy watching the players, the players love playing in this stadium um, for the supporters and uh, I think that's the biggest thing for me today that this place Boxing Day it was absolutely phenomenal plus look ahead to the new year and as ever get your comments and questions in the live feed this is the show for the fans by the fans this is the Mansfield Matters podcast with Craig Priest Simon Mercer Cam Felton and Nathan Edge let's get the show underway it is the season to be jolly Well, as I said 
last week it is the season to be jolly and that statement is not wrong at all up into the top three as the new year dawns could 2019 be the year of the stag this is the Mansfield Matters podcast the show for the fans by the fans we've got all four of us uh, here tonight Simon is back with us Cam's here as well and Nathan over in the corner as well boys I hope you had a fantastic Christmas watching the stags that certainly made it one didn't it Si oh yes um, definitely it was very good I would say <laughs> I'm speechless it, it was, I'm speechless it was very good it was very good it was okay you're alright okay. not bad it's, it's not bad at all we could do it? better we no, could do better uh, to be fair though I mean if you'd have looked you know two or three months ago you probably wouldn't have expected us to go on this sort of run but three consecutive uh, league wins I think something like four wins in the last five games the only side bar Liverpool to be unbeaten or, or whatever have only lost one it's a great time isn't it to be a stag and then of course you've got those down the road both sort of down the roads in, in, in the zone wow. slipping down again wow. Wow. Takes from... brilliant isn't it oh, no. <laughs> it, it is great which, which way down road well I know <laughs> whichever way you want to go to be fair whichever way you want to go Nate what a festive period it's been we were speaking uh, last week of course you know hoping that we'd this time last week hoping that we'd managed to you know get a boxing day victory and what a what a victory it was as well I mean you know since that when we spoke last week two back-to-back wins great two good wins as well massive wins massive performances you know it wasn't just uh, you know it wasn't like especially with the, the Berry game we, you know, a great opposition there to be honest they're probably one game uh, this year that I was probably most worried about I thought they they were going to come and uh, Maybe add that second defeat and then you know, you know finish that like, unbeaten run we've been on for a while. But um, we just turned it on. You know, we we did it at, at Stevenage where it was incredible um, for ninety minutes, and uh, we pulled out pulled out another fantastic seventy five eight eighty minutes. Uh, against Barry and we deserve to get all six points from them to them two games yeah and on Saturday Cam as well it was one of those where as they said absolutely dominated the first half and then at, at half time we were about to go and watch the choir outside because for, for whatever reason we found ourselves 1-0 down in need of a miracle it was just unbelievable like Dave what he said in his uh, post-match he just sat down at half time he was like how, how are we losing this that normally it's a, a quite a buzzing, vibrant dressing room, and it was just deadly silent. And it's like after that performance, it's just nothing would drop, and it must be so disheartening because we played so so well, but we just weren't getting the end product. And in the second half, whatever Dave said at half time turned it round, really did. Everything just went our way, and it was unbelievable. No, apparently he couldn't speak at half time, but he uh, popped some pills. Paracetamol. He's had it cleared within two minutes. I mean, to be honest, I want to know what brand of uh, paracetamol David Flickcroft uses because to, to get a headache clear in two minutes, like that's genius. That is genius. I want some too. Is it, is it oh, I might need them yeah. in, in like months to come. Exactly. Maybe we'll have more on that later on. Uh, as always, this is the show for the fans by the fans. So it's not just us four sitting around uh, in my back room. I mean, for those if you're watching the first time for the first time it probably looks alright lots of stags memorabilia but I'll tell you we are just in my back bedroom sat around a table <laughs> drinking tea talking stags so and, well, or, or, and some 
What have you got? Cherry Coke? Soft drink. Yeah, Coke. Coke. If Coca-Cola want to give us a sponsorship, then why not? Um, <laughs> certainly gets through enough of it. Uh, but as always, we want you to have your say on your team. So if you're watching the live uh, video of this, then please do drop us a comment in the comments with whatever it is you want to say, whether it's uh, talking about a topic which we're currently talking about or whether it's something else you want us to talk about. We will try and get to it and cover it along the course of the next hour or so. Plenty already coming in. Uh, lots of uh, Merry Christmases and Happy New Year's coming in as well thank you very much for them uh, Stuart's been in and says uh, if Walker goes who is your ideal replacement Isa would be good uh, I believe obviously a lot of rumours at the minute circulating on Twitter from fake agents it has to be said uh, agents who have no reputable source those Twitter accounts which say ex-agent 1 ex-agent 2 ex-agent bond and all that sort of stuff uh, <laughs> sources which aren't ex-agents and they're just there to, to wind up but a agent, lot of agent Martin Allen well that's it he's a good one he's a good one but there are a lot of people obviously Nathan at the minute fearful of a Tyler Walker recall do you think Forrest would, would you know pull the roots from under our feet yeah they did it to County last year This is my, that's my only worry I mean uh, they've been known to do it before I, I thought it was Grant but it wasn't Grant it was Yates that they did it with last year so and I remember there not County fans all saying the same thing he's on a season long road and they can't do that well Unfortunately, that's not the case. It depends on what agreement was set. Now, let's just hope that we haven't got the clause in there where we've given them the, you know, the right to recall in uh, in January. But if they have, and then they want to do one over us and get, you know, and, and send them to a League One club, which is what is rumoured out there, then it'll be a bit of a blow for us. And we obviously, I don't think it's the end of the world. It's not the end of our season uh, by any means. But we've got to make sure we act fast and do something to. Uh, I think we've got to bring a striker in anyway, but if we lose him, we've got to bring him probably too. Yeah, certainly so. And uh, just in case you've got supersonic here and you can hear a dog bark in the background, uh, I have got Harry for Christmas. You may remember Harry from Podcasts of Old, who used to run on the set and destroy it all. Uh, he's currently... Oh, the old days were rough. Yeah, but he's... Uh, oh, uh, you mean woof? You're barking up the wrong tree. Uh, moving on, let's go back to the Tyler Walker situation. So it would be a bitter blow, it wouldn't would. it? But you would imagine that the astuteness of Flickcroft and the Radfords will have made sure that that deal is, is relatively watertight. Touch wood. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you would, to be honest. I mean, they, they're not, you know, David's... Um, sort of manager that knows what he wants from a player and things like that so and you know it, at the minute he's getting it from Tyler Walker so I wouldn't see why you know I, I, if I were David Flintcoff you know you fight tooth and nail to try and keep him but like Nathan says if it's if it's in the contract then there's nothing that we can do about it and he's going to go but as for replacements Lots of people mentioned in the comments uh, Cam Danny Hilton, obviously from Hilton. Yeah. But it, it'd be money and age-wise, is it, does, it, his, does his style of play fit with what we are and who we're? And well, Luton we're played be? very good football last season. We'll forget forget this half the time. Fair enough. They've they've got James Collins and Danny Hilton up front, two very big target men. But they played some very good football against well, definitely against us last season, home and away. And yeah, and. If we do get someone coming, big money for say a CJ, for nope. example, or whatever, or Christian Pierce. Um, <laughs> no, but no, we, a, we don't want them to go. But if, God forbid, if anyone did come in, then there are players out there that we would easily be able to get within a a price range. And yeah, but you want him playing for a team. You don't just want him coming for money. Well, true, but 
how you not and if, and if you get you know I mean we're going to have to spend it yeah. Isaac Hayes so you probably yeah. will if we do say lose the likes of uh, Walker CJ and Piers which obviously I hope none of them we lose any of them but even if one of them we to replace them in January it's not like there's free agents out there I mean some may you know have an agreement with a club where they leave mutually it's un- unlikely but if you want a player who's going to be good, who's who's coming in in form, not you know not off the back of an injury or anything like that, which is what we need, you're probably going to have to pay money for it. And, and unfortunately, if you unless you're going to dip into the lower leagues, which is probably risky, not not proven, you're going to have to splash a fair de- a decent amount of money because that's what it's like now. It's you know money these days. It's filtering down to our leagues and actually <laughs> price tags of three hundred, four hundred thousand. It's not. And not a lot of money now. Comments flooded in like the tears of laughter flooding down our faces at Chesterfield and Notts County at the moment. Uh, Stuart says, "Would you like to see Young Graham give a ru- uh, given a run in the side?" Talking about the striker uh, situation, we talk a lot. We've spoken a lot this season about developing homegrown talent. It's risky considering, obviously, the, the promotion element, but he's in the fold. He's training with the first team every day. He's a first team player, and you've got to start somewhere. Yeah, and if you look back to Boxing Day, he, when he came on, he did look hungry. He was he was chasing the ball down. He was putting players under pressure, and all it is all it takes is just one little mistake from the defence, and he's gifted the ball straight to him. And we saw in pre-season, I think it was against Derby, yeah. where just the the composure in front of goal just to stick it past the keeper. And fair enough, I know that was a pre-season game, but that's still against a team that's two divisions above. Are in a similar sort of position to what we are pushing for the top. top what was that game that he forced that keeper into a fantastic save? That's uh, Grimsby. Be yeah, I think it might have been. Yeah. Did he get West Brom as well? Away? Yeah, he was he right? at West Brom. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, there was one at West Brom as well. Certainly been so moving. Got the yeah. hasn't it? I think oh, we definitely. can we can certainly see that. But I think it'll be a big ask to. I think at the moment we're doing the right thing by bringing him off the bench. Yeah, but I suppose. I mean, his way in. I think it'll be too much pressure on him. He's certainly starting. I think. You know. Yeah. See, under previous managers, not slating or anything, were fantastic managers and gave youth a chance, but I think sometimes it was the wrong choice to put them in for four games in big games or... Yeah, and it sort of halted their development yeah. slightly. Let's well, go, go well, on, Karen. Well, see, another thing before is that we didn't have that step that we had straight from the 18s to the first team, whereas now you've got that under-21s as well, as well as a, a proper structured youth cup... Uh, obviously the FA Cup you've also got a proper structured reserve league and cup competition as well that's still playing against top players as well so there's plenty of chances to get their league experience but not necessarily under the pressure of the league straight away I'm going to call the comments tonight CJ Hamilton because they're that fast I'm struggling to keep up <laughs> um, lots of them coming in uh, still very frightening of the very frightening yeah the fastest lightning it's frightening it's oh it's Sweet. comments in the pocket now I'm no, not going to try no, and do it uh, after last week's performance I'm not going to try no, and do no. it uh, Liam Staples says that he could have gone to a League 1 club at the start of the season easily but came to us he's not going anywhere lads uh, be very shocked if he does Um Nathan says uh, would have thought it would uh, be a benefit um, for I just, every time I do that I'm reading a comment and then it, the video goes off on my phone uh, where where are we gone um, Nathan says um, it would have been a benefit for him to stay uh, to be here for Forest surely uh, and lots of people asking about uh, CJ Hamilton as well in terms of uh, values and things like that keep your comments uh, coming in we'll talk more about those uh, later on throughout the show but let's cast our minds back and continue reflecting on the two wins which have just uh, gone before us um, 
of the two, which would you say was was the the bigger victory for us? The fact we had to come from behind at a, pl- a tough place like Stevenage side, or getting that vital victory over what is a promotion rival in Berry? Bury, definitely. I think um, due to the fact that they, no disrespect to Stevenage, the the further down the league and they're not really doing that much whereas Bury we've beaten them at home it gives us that slight edge over them at the minute you know they they, they might have gone away on sat on Wednesday sorry and thought how have we not got something out of this game because they they are apart from my opinion NK Dons the best team to come down to Phil Mill this season yeah even eights weren't that great we were just unlucky yeah. that day so yeah I would say Bury and I would I would even go to say that Swindon uh, coming up tomorrow will, will be an easier game than Bury Oh, he said it now. Well no, done, Simon. Well, oh, it on record. On record, he said <laughs> it. On paper, yes, fair enough, I'll give you that one. Oh. Well, our last week came in, what, 2006 against Swindon? Well, who, who knows what might happen. Yeah, but then it was longer for Barry, wasn't it? Well, exactly, and, and ten, boxing days, ten days. years of boxing days without victory. Yeah. The last one, of course, being Kettering yeah. and boxing Then we go back to Accrington, that one would be there. Yeah, know, exactly. It's a year of this breaking This is a year of breaking omens, records, that's yeah. it. This is a year of breaking omens. Uh, talking of, of breaking things as well, one man who broke his duck uh, in terms of goal scoring on, on Saturday at uh, Stevenage Cam was uh, Ryan Sweeney. Impressive at the back, but nice to see us attacking corners and, and, and following things in. Cause we had that little bit more ruthlessness about us didn't we yeah it will say we were just a different animal when we came out after half time and it was just unbelievable to see the transformation just from a 15 minute break we were looking hungry in the first half but in the second half we just got that hunger and we'd got the clinical finishing as well and we're just absolutely hounding on I think Stephen has scored I think they had like two shots on target the entire game something ridiculous like that and we had like 10 so and that's been our problem yeah we've not, yeah. not been finishing <laughs> but you know what we took pretty much every chance that we got at Stevenage on in the second half definitely and it doesn't matter where the goals come from because yeah fair enough we could get the goals from as main strikers but if you're only getting goals from your striker that's not going to get you anywhere because you need goals from all over the pitch especially in games where I think Ryan Sweeney started everything on Saturday if that, that goal would we have counted it mm, would it have given us the momentum to carry on into the rest of the game possibly not well without further ado let's hear from the man himself let's hear from the uh, first of three of the first of uh, the goal scorers on Saturday away at Stevenage let's hear from lonely defender Ryan Sweeney big win today to be fair um, you know going in 1-0 up one nil down at half time, you know, we felt that was a bit harsh, but we just didn't we didn't concentrate for the for the full for the full forty six minutes that was played in the first half and you know we were bitterly disappointed after how well we had played. So, you know, it was just about coming out second half and just um continuing that momentum we had and um you know we scored the first one pretty early and then we managed to um just kick on from there and score we scored two more good goals and yeah, we take the three points. Second half, you know, it was all about being better in both boxes. I think, you know, just that that last one we just didn't deal with particularly well and you know it's probably their one of their only sort of ventures into our box um so so yeah and it was just about probably putting uh putting that final ball in that you know that 
that clinical finish that we were just missing from the first half and we added that second half and um, like I said you know we were delighted with the with the three points once you know the second half starts going sort of 20-25 minutes into it then they've got a real they've got really something to hang on to so I think it was that was the message you know can, can we can we get a goal early and you know I don't know how long was played in the second half you know we think we scored in sort of, side the, sort of the first five ten minutes so it gave us some some more momentum to you know to go on and um, get that second goal and you know thankfully we did you know he's been brilliant this season Ty you know you can see the quality he's got not just in the box you know he's, he's a he's a pure goal scorer but you know so his link up play is brilliant his movement's fantastic in the box and he always seems to sort of find that find that yard you know he had a few he just didn't quite connect with first half where he got that yard and then thankfully second half he gets on the end of end of uh, two you know great bits of play as well you know Rosie does fantastic for his, his first one and he finishes it off brilliant and CJ does does what he does down the wing with his with his pace and puts in a fantastic ball and he he's on the spot to, to finish it off Ryan Sweeney speaking to I follow after that uh, 3-1 win at Stevenage on Saturday. We talk a lot early doors, guys, about Tyler Walker and his impact on a loan deal. I'm actually more worried about a potential recall for Ryan Sweeney because, for me, ever since he's come into the side, Nathan sort of settled in that back three, he's been one of our, our best defenders. Yeah, I mean, I mean, they've all, all three of them have been, uh, you know, solid, to be honest. But uh, you're probably right, you know, it's something that I didn't really think of. I forgot you know Sweeney was actually on loan really and uh, it would be a blow to lose him because uh, who have we got <laughs> you know to, to replace him at the moment he's absolutely nobody so um, certainly would be a blow and let's just hope that doesn't happen because I think he's uh, you know been one of the better well they've all been great but one of the better players this season yeah he certainly has he's certainly been up there and there might be a little bit of a reshuffle to that uh, on in the next game of course on Saturday tomorrow uh, I believe Matt Preston may be missing through suspension I think five yellow cards in the league picked up uh, his fifth on Boxing Day we'll have to check it properly but I'm sure I'm uh, it was his sixth but one of them uh, was against uh, one of the games in the Checker Trade Trophy so we might see a bit of a reshuffle there um, Sweeney spoke there Ty, about Tyler Walker's impact on loan he's spoken a lot this week Tyler Walker we'll hear from him in a minute as he reflects on that uh, Boxing Day win of course but um, in terms of on the pitch how influential has he been that partnership with CJ Hamilton that seems to have really found his feet doesn't it yeah there's, there's a lot of people around us that don't take to see, uh, take to Tyler sorry and they think he's lazy and things like that whereas um, when you watch him um, off the ball and things like that he, he does make some like intelligent runs and things like that so um, with him and CJ they, they're imperative like they've got that partnership up front and you know they, they do play quite well together and if if they do recall him then like everybody keeps saying it'll be a massive loss for us looks like two of his bookings were in the checker trade then I must have yeah I will say we'll only be missing Macca, Murphy, Davis and obviously Lesnick they're yeah. missing a couple of players that's well, good so. That's good news then because when, when I saw that I tend to try and keep track but what I do is I don't do I don't have a separate spreadsheet for league cups and everything so it's all in one so I just count the yellows and I saw six and I thought oh hang on a minute so I noticed one of them was a cup and then <coughs> hope to god the other one wasn't so Good news because that back three, Nate, that's that's been the core. We can talk all we want about the lightning pace of CJ, the finishes from Tyler, the passes from Mellis, but essentially it starts at the back with those back three. Yeah, I mean, without um, without them doing their job that they do there, the, the players up front wouldn't have that freedom to play like that. Because I think that's what we're doing at the moment. I'm just, I was going to come on to this club, but it's probably 
on your notes to do later. No, what well, no, not mental or whatever. You said anything back in the day. Mental, mental, mental. mental. The only piece mental. of paper I have today, but boys, is a quiz. Hey, coming um, soon. But yeah, Melis, for example, he's one that uh, is really, really hit some cracking form, and uh, I think he uh, mentioned in his uh, interview after the game on uh, Boxing Day is, is his partnership with Neil Bishop and that is the fact that, be, that he had, knows that he can go out there and express himself and have the freedom to go forward because he knows that those players behind him are going to do the job that they need to do and that's probably exactly why that second half against Berry, who were you know were above us in the league well were above us in the league playing some fantastic football free, free scoring didn't trouble Conrad Logan at all in that second half until we gave away that penalty nothing he didn't have anything to do apart from pick up a few through balls that went through that was it first 10 minutes made me a bit shaky Oof. Yeah. Oh, not coming two needless corners but yes but you've got to get behind it's, it's, it was a solid performance as a whole though we've seen this season where we've had some shaky performances but this one was uh, on uh, Wednesday I hate Christmas I know I'm Boxing Day time is it where am I? It was six, you? 6.30 Castle. I don't know that <laughs> <laughs> but it's definitely one of the most solid performances that we've seen all season fair enough we're going to get a shaky moment so you're going to get a yeah. shaky moment in your game but Unless I suppose mean. when yeah. <laughs> when you go all the time yeah when when, <laughs> changing two nappies. <laughs> when you when the main might be on his head <laughs> Jesus Christ sorry this is what you do to me all the time <laughs> when the number one goalkeeper goes out you've got Johnny to, you've got to step up and Logan really has stepped up and to be honest I can't see Keane get any game at the minute well it's a bold statement to make lots of people asking in the comments of course at the minute about the appointment of Greg Abbott we are going to come on to that but we're going to come on to that after we've heard uh, from Tyler Walker in a couple of minutes or so we will come on to that uh, appointment of Greg Abbott we'll talk about that because that's a bit of an interesting one that's going to be our poll for today as well so we're going to publish that in a minute and then we will get coming on to that so get your comments coming in now talking uh, about uh, the Greg Abbott situation we'll obviously run, read through that press release and everything uh, for you as well nice to get a bit of uh, breaking news just before a podcast uh, in terms of what you were saying uh, Nathan uh, the other Nathan Nathan Redfern has, has been in touch with us in the comments he says uh, Bishop is some player he allows Melis freedom how he can cover the ground he does at his age I'll never know and it's I guess I even think to some extent the way in which we're playing we're attacking and defending a lot of it comes through Bishop and to be honest if if he God forbid touch wood cross your fingers lucky horseshoes and all that got injured or suspended then that would be a huge 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 dent in our armoury wouldn't it he's one of the players I've not said about a few but he's <laughs> certainly one of the first names on the team sheet I think he's uh, he, I think he just probably doesn't deserve it doesn't get as much credit as he Probably you know as he deserves. I think he is starting to be recognised now for what he does do. Uh, but for since since day one, he's uh, been fully committed to to the club, and I think he is that armour, that that anchor there to help everyone else tick. And I think he's massive. I he think you were absolutely outstanding on Wednesday. You were brilliant. Uh, I thought you were. I thought he was man at match. To be honest, yeah, I I was Fans a bit match on the on the poll. I was well. a bit yeah. shocked that yeah. they did it mal. To be honest, no disrespect to Mal because he did I have a good game. I thought he deserved it. <laughs> I thought he deserved it. I thought they were they were Bishop. I thought Bishop and Preston were ahead of Mal Benning before. You know they gave it mal. 
but that's just my you opinion. You know what? We, we talk about Hayden White, CJ, having unbelievable speed. Matt Preston getting back from a corner to defend. Yeah. Unbelievable and, to uh, watch. Yeah. It's great. I think they well, almost try and race CJ. You know, right? It's not but thing, but he, you notice afterwards, after he did that for about ten minutes afterwards, it was absolutely blowing. That's it why he couldn't see the penalty. <laughs> he, he was too knackered to see yeah. that. Like, he thought, right, I'm going to dive in here, and then that'll be it. See, even David, like, even David, on touch slide, like, you're right, Matt, and he's like, yeah, no worries, Dave. Yeah, I'm <laughs> cheers, Dave. All right, All right Matt. <laughs> Oh dear! Uh, so it summed up. Bishop is summed up um, in this comment. Um, the whole situation is summed up brilliantly in this comment from from Stu, uh, who says, "Isn't it great though to have so many players doing so well and food for thought in the Player of the Year awards at the end of the season?" At this point, I would not like to to call it because I think we'd end up arguing because everyone would yeah. just deserve it. We'd have to have we're arguing uh, over a man of matches. Yeah, exactly. Like that. Exactly. Uh, keep your comments coming in about Greg Abbott. We'll talk about that situation in a moment. But first, let's hear from the man who's been bagging the goals in over the last uh, week or so. He's been the, the Christmas gift which has kept on giving. His name is Tyler Walker. He scored, of course, uh, on Saturday at Stevenage and he scored, uh, he scored of course, uh, again at home to Bury on Boxing Day. Here is the man in form, the man of the moment, Tyler Walker. When you're playing in, in a team like that, um, it's really enjoyable and obviously um, we're winning football and at the end of the day that's, that's what matters. I think obviously it was a big game coming into it, um, both teams are on around the same points so um, the fact that we, we won is obviously um, a massive thing for us and uh, the three points is definitely the main thing. Um, like, like any professional you want to do what you can to, to win the game and if it's a keeper to try and save it so if you can put someone off you can you'll do that um, you just got to try not to listen to it and uh, just stick to your game like I said with, with the players we've got um, CJ Mellis Bish Mal Ben in the service and uh, Whitey obviously um, the service they provide as a striker like I said it, it's it's amazing to play and, and um, I'm just trying to do my job and get on the end of it and um, yeah I'm really happy with, with um, 15 but I, I want more I don't, I don't want to stop here um, so I want to get as many as possible um, from now to the end of the season and uh, obviously the main thing is to, to help get promotion so that's what we'll try and do I don't, I don't really know what's going going off at Forest trying not to think about it um, I wish I wish them all the best and I want them to do really well but um, I'm just trying to concentrate on what, what's going off here um, trying to get promotion really yeah I'm really enjoying my football um, it's a good club to be at and we're playing some really good football um, we're in a great position and um, hopefully we can kick on from here and you can watch the full interview with Tyler Walker at mansfieldtown.net forward slash iFollow. We were talking at the start, obviously, about Tyler Walker potentially going back to Nottingham Forest, but there you go, boys. You've heard it from the horse's mouth. I don't really care what's going on at Forest. I want to concentrate on getting promotion here. So even if Forest did, did pick up the phone and, and say, come back to the city ground, I think they'd face strong opposition, not from us as fans or us as a board, but from the man himself, Nath. Yes, and let's hope that would actually uh, play play a big part in it. I mean, <laughs> I still think they could still say, at the end of the day, it's still up to them as a club. They can still recall him and send him wherever they want um, to a certain extent. So, but let's just hope that you know what he says, you know, is absolutely true, and he and he wants to stay. And let's hope that that plays a big part in. Uh, I just want to get through January really in some ways and just get on with it then. 
Yeah, that's that's the important thing, is it? We're yeah. now in for the. We've had this month of you know on a crest of a wave and all positive. That's when you're doing well, because yeah. if you're doing well just before January, then you're playing yeah. and we saw it after it. It's, it's like, a good thing and a bad thing at the same time, isn't it? It's like on a lot of the band pages at the minute, everyone's like, "Oh, Manchester will fall off soon because Walker's going back to Forest." And when you hear it's like that, it's like. I mean, they're just trying to dint the ego. Well, that, it's fair that, enough. If he does go, that's not true. Though, is he? He's not. We're not a one-man team. No, oh, no, no, not at all. Not at all. So one-man team. It's, it's not. It's a blow. We all thought when Alesnik got injured, that'll be it. A lot of people were. Oh, a lot of people were done. saying we're, we're going to end up back in conference or something. Pretty much, yes. And you know, uh, it's only, and it's only been a few games, and, it, and yes, it's a blow because we're all good for for Bobby, and we'd love to see him still on that pitch, but. We haven't capitulated at all, and whoever goes in January, hopefully it's uh, nobody that we you know we don't want to see go. But whatever it is, we just deal with it. And I, I, I don't think with our mentality as a squad and with Dave in charge, and that, I, don't, Dave, I don't think we're just going to capitulate like that. You know, to be honest, if we brought nobody in, but nobody went to our teaser, I'd be a hundred percent happy. Yeah, I really yeah, would. Yeah, yeah. If we would, if we just yeah. as we are. I mean, we'd probably argue that we need another striker, but for me, I think we don't particularly because um, I think Jordan Graham will get his chance and, and will come back. Probably, probably defender just because of injuries and suspensions. Yeah, just yeah. Yeah. but you've probably got Murphy coming back and you've got true. McDonald's to come back in there as well, yeah. Yeah. which means Bish can drop back if needed because McDonald's got to swap in thing there somewhere. That's like a new sign in itself. Yeah, exactly, but it's now three games in a bounce, on a bounce where we've actually scored more than one yeah. in a game. And it's no coincidence do, do that those need, three games would yeah. not change the lineup. Yeah. Do do we really need a striker? Yeah, absolutely. When someone su- such as Danny Rose can come off the bench. Well, Danny Rose didn't really get in a game, really, is well, he? No, but he came off the bench. Of Steve 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 yeah, well. And he earned the penalty. You exactly. could argue with his flick on header. Exactly. On, He's another player side. that can oh, come off the bench and score a goal. Yeah. So. Do we need a striker? Well, I've got full confidence in Danny and Jordan coming off the bench. Well, the one man who's going to be in charge of all this and who's going to have all these worries and all these uh, situations going around in his head is, is that of Greg Abbott, because about half an hour before we were due to come on tonight, the Stags uh, released some breaking news. Uh, the press release uh, reads as follows. Uh, Mansfield Town Football Club are pleased to announce the appointment of vastly experienced former Football League manager Greg Abbott as the club's new head of football operations. The 55-year-old will further advance the efficiency of all footballing matters, which will enable manager David Flickcroft to focus solely on developing the first team on a day-to-day basis. Greg will work closely with the manager, as well as Chairman John Radford and Chief Executive Carolyn Radford, in expanding the dynamics and structure of the club. Stags boss David Flickcroft said, This is a forward-thinking appointment. You all thought I was going to do Dave's accent there. Uh, Come on, I admit it. it is on the grass where my office is. I love working with and developing the players. The new role will allow Futch and myself to focus solely on improving individual and team performances. As we approach the opening of the January transfer window, I've been inundated with phone calls from agents as well as sporting and technical directors. Greg will be dealing with this type of communication at a football level, whilst the final say on recruitment will remain with me, which is important. It will be an easier process now Greg is involved, as we continue to build and strengthen the future of Mansfield Town. Now we are working daily from the training ground, it is important that we get the right people in situ as the club's footballing infrastructure strengthens. Greg will be based at the new training complex, which will give him a clear first-hand experience of the football platform which is being built and which he will now enhance. Um, so, 
obviously the, that goes on a little bit more and I'm going to read it all you can read it all on, on the club's official website um, a bit of background on him of course uh, started his career at Leeds United uh, he's had spells among others as assistant manager at Carlisle uh, he was also first team boss uh, there as well and he also won the uh, Football League trophy in 2011 with them uh, in 2013 he was the assistant at Notts County with short to Sean Derry uh, <coughs> as they defied the odds and masterminded the Magpies survival in League One in 2014 He's also worked as assistant coach and head of recruitment at Bradford. What were your initial reactions when you saw this news, sign? Who's this guy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who, who is he? You know, what What does it actually mean for everybody? You know, what... I, I just don't get why we need somebody else to tell Dave which footballers to bring in. I'll say all if, if that's his role, you know, Dave knows... Football. He he's been around, you know. He knows he knows a good footballer when he sees one. So so, why do we need somebody else into telling that? I say all I can see is from reading all the jargon, trying to mix it in all these technical terms. All I can read it is is a glorified PA as such. Yeah, it's always like the bridge between Carolyn and Dave to say we want to sign this player. All right, how much we want to buy this player. Um, can we sell this player? He almost takes that pressure off. The, the worry for me, Nate, is obviously when somebody comes into a role like this, it screams, no matter what job title you give them, it screams director of football, which straight away screams the manager has no longer got control. Yeah, well, first of all, let's put it this way. At least it's not David Oswald for Carlisle, anyway. So Very true. <laughs> could it be would, a lot worse. Could be worse. But I get what you mean. Uh, I mean, he does say in the press release that Dave Flickcroft did say in one of his quotes that he's still in control of recruitment so let's hope that that is the case the final stages of the final stages of recruitment that what it says yeah oh, well. although <laughs> does does that mean that David sorry to interrupt me but does that mean that sorry. David Flitcroft can then say to this guy go and look at this player yeah yeah I guess Rather, yeah. I suppose if you're looking at it as a as a time management sort of thing it means that Dave doesn't have to take time out of his day to go and meet a player talk to a player it means that all the contract negotiations can be Dave can say roughly how long he'll want him for whether it's a one year one and a half two year but that, even longer it, it that, takes could, that could cause problems because if I, I just see it if, if this guy if David wants a player this guy could potentially turn up and he might not like the guy that David wants to sign. I mean, you, you know what I mean? So he could go back to David and go, oh no, it's this, he, he's this, that and other, and Dave will go, all right, okay then. And he might be somewhere else and we missed out on a decent player. From for me... Or am I looking at it all wrong? No, it's pros and cons, split, I think, yeah, it? like, like, cons. There could be a lot of positive things, like, like it's said and I think as it's designed to do it's, a po it's I think it's designed to relieve a bit of uh, the workload for both uh, Flitcroft and, and Futch which obviously can only be a good thing if they got time to focus on uh, our own players and things like that and do the things they need to do on the pitch then then great but and so a big but it depends how uh, you know Greg Greg Abbott isn't it um, yeah 
how much of control he's going to have over recruitment. I, I, I hate to see it over clubs when you know the managers haven't got control of who comes in and out. And it, it, it seems to be... Especially when the name is David Osworth. And yeah. yeah. Well, it just seems to and be you see the local revolving door company coming to fit one at the, the start <laughs> of the It just seems to cause problems. And I think when, you, when you're building a team, the, the manager has to have say over that. And, but, but at the same time, I, I can't see any... I, I can't at the moment. I don't think that is the case. I don't think he's going to be in charge of recruitment because why would the Radford ever think that they need to do that? Because when you look at the players that or the business that Flickcroft has done so far, <coughs> it's been fantastic. So every player we've come in, every single one that Flickcroft brought in has been a good signing, and I don't think anyone can debate that at the moment. It's Great. a very maybe for Evans who needed it. Ah, he's injured. It's a very it's a very interesting. I just hope it's not a waste of salary. That's all. Yeah, I, I think that's that's the problem. Is it's another salary which you could question. Do we or don't we need? I guess it'd be interesting to see how it all pans out. Keep your comments uh, coming in. I'm just scrolling through uh, some of the backlog <coughs> ones uh, as well from earlier on uh, in the show. Also, get involved with the poll as well. We want to know uh, following the appointment um, of Greg Abbott, is this a step forward or a step backwards for the Stags? Uh, we'll have our say on that uh, in a minute earlier in the show Nathan uh, said think Abbott will take a bit of pressure off Flitcroft and allow him to concentrate on the training pitch especially dealing with agents in January uh, I think it raises a good point there Cammy, in terms of if we can Flitcroft has said time upon time that he wants to do double <coughs> sessions he wants to finish with the first team at 12 have a bit of lunch and then go out with the, the younger players for another couple of hours in the afternoon and develop them and develop them his way which will impact on the future whereas if he's in January he's got to go and look at a player go and talk to a player he's having less time on the training pitch that then impacts on us on the pitch so it, from that respect it works yeah and then you could also look at the play, the youth players that are out alone as well whether Dave actually goes and watches them or not but it means that it's another body that they, obviously because we've got quite a few players already out on loan and we get reports from, back from clubs but it's always best to see them first hand so you might have a scout go out to one place you can now have Greg go out to a different place say to watch um, Lewis Gibbons out at uh, Boston not too far away a decent level decent team they are the seaside. They are, they are. Yeah. Yeah. not much <laughs> of the seaside, Boston. <laughs> yeah, no, that's far off. But there's some great arcades about ten minutes down the road in Skeggy, so you know, true. Could bring David Flickcroft back a giant rubber. Who knows? Anyway, let's move on. Um, before we go off the subject, Shelley says in the comments, uh, as long as the new guy doesn't start upsetting players, um, that will be a good appointment. Have we had one before? Not in my knowledge. I've never known as have a hmm. director of recruitment or anything like that no. before. We've had chief scouts and people in, in scouting and advisory roles but never really someone who's, whose job it is to be the go-between between the manager and the board I just hope it doesn't get to a stage of he's the director of football and he's saying to Dave right four new lads for year on you go yeah. so I think that's, that's, that's the thing that. I want to is enjoy is he going to become the David Oldsworth of football or is he going to become the, the Barry Fry of football well he's Com both complete opposite yeah but, but both are both are on the side of dodgy. Well, yeah, they're both dodgy, but... From what we saw when Dean... I know Lee Angle wasn't the greatest player ever. Stay out of it. But <laughs> when, whenever you see something being dealt with, they always seem to be very professional in the way that they deal with things. And it's always... Always seem to be Barry Fry going out there, not the manager, trying to sort things out. So... 
let's hope that it's not a it's not overtaking Dave's job for one in recruitment but it hopefully will take some the pressure off of him because if he's got that extra time to play to go and play with the players in training or he's got extra time to go and watch the youth team play then that's surely going to help us in the long run as well I want it to work a little bit like this I'd be David Flickcroft you be John and Carolyn you can choose between yourself who's John and Carolyn who wants to be who wants to be who I'll be John. <laughs> Congratulations, Nathan! You've had three kids, um, and so you can. You're looking well. You were on tally recently, though, so you're all right. You can be Greg Abbott. I, I want it to be work a little bit like this. Greg, lad, uh, I can't. I can't do. I can't say Greg in Dave's accent. I can't do it. Uh, anyway, uh, so I say to you, right? I've had. I've got this player. Uh, I want such and such from such and such. Is uh, a striker from wherever. Let's say for argument's sake, I want to go and sign Tom Pope from. Oh, yes, from, Port, from Port Vale then you will then go to John and Carolyn and say that Dave said that he wants Tom Pope from John and Carolyn and you'll say how much is it how much we can offer him this this and this and then you'll do all the deal and then you'll come back to me and say he's signing or no it's not happening who what you got I don't want you to, it to be the other way around well, and you Greg, going well, to them. Greg will probably have to do all background work first yeah because you know, you, you're not going to say. But it has to. I want, I want him for, I want him for twenty grand, and then you ring up and go. They want hundred for him. That's Dave. it. That's <laughs> it. It has to be the order. It has to be the chain of command of Dave, Greg, Board, Board, Greg, Dave. In that way, it can't be Greg, Board, Dave, Last, and Dave out of the equation. Dave has to be very much the centre of that to, equation. He's got to work very closely with Dave and Forge. Yeah. Because um, obviously he's gonna whether he has or not but he, he's going to have a list of players of who he wants to bring in yeah and he might say to Greg out of those say he's got 10, ten players yeah and well you know he's got 12 players and you know some of them are strikers some of them are defenders and some of them are goalkeepers and he'll say at them get me a goalkeeper a striker and a defender, but I don't, I don't care which which three it is. Just get me one of them three at them, and he can go away and then do that. So I don't know how it, you know, but it, it, it's, but there might be a goalkeeper that Dave really wants first, but he's not eligible, and then we might end up with somebody else. I just want it to work. I know what you're saying. The, the chain of command. Dave's got yeah. to tell Greg who he wants, not Greg saying you you're gonna have him. The minds have got to be in tandem, haven't they? Davey Flipcroft's got to be thinking, "Oh, I really need a wee," and then Greg Albert's got to think, "Oh, I really need a wee." Do you know what I mean? It's, it's got to be that. It's got to be that thing of that's a weird analogy. That, that is yeah, the weirdest thing. thing yeah. Flipcroft <laughs> thinks he needs a wee, and then next thing you know, Greg Albert's off to the toilet. That's it's got the mind. What I'm trying to get the minds have got to be in tandem. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's it. It's the minds. Absolutely terrible analogy, but I get your point. They've got, they've got to be in sync. They can't be, they can't be locking holes, bumping heads all the time. They've got to w work on. Yeah, Flickcroft. They can't go. Flickcroft can't think. I need a win, and then Greg Abbott comes to say, "No, you don't." No, and you then don't. he ends up winning himself. It, it's got, it's got to be in tandem. They've got to be both 
Can we just stop talking about weeks? <laughs> just getting used to it, mate. I get to that age now where it's like, uh-oh. Just getting used to it, mate. It's good job we're not talking about the other end. Keep your comments coming in, as always. It's not... Is this a private conversation? Yeah, we'll just start that. Matters providing terrible analogies since 2017. Only 2017? That's when we started. Well, there you go. Yeah. Uh, in the comments, Mark says, Abbott's appointment came uh, as a bit of surprise. If he's genuinely in there to take the pressure off Flickcroft, then fine. But it's when people's responsibilities start to cross over, noses get put out of joint. Flickcroft seems okay about it, but he would say that, wouldn't he? Flickcroft's happiness uh, is a... Uh, Flickcroft's happiness about it is key and that's exactly spot on it has to be uh, the Flickcroft way well that's uh, that's enough uh, from us for a couple of minutes or so let's hear from the man himself let's hear from good old Dave as he reflects on that Boxing Day win the first win on Boxing Day in 10 years and David Flickcroft had praise for not just his players but those in the stand as well let's hear from Stag's boss David Flickcroft we didn't start off too well for the first two or three minutes but after that, when we got our teeth into it, the engagement between supporters and players, uh, and you can feel it behind your back, you can feel that that weight of, they enjoy, they enjoy, they embrace them, they enjoy watching the players. The players love playing in this stadium um, for the supporters. And uh, I think that's the biggest thing for me today, that this place, Boxing Day, it was absolutely phenomenal. You know, I've loved uh, managing, managing today. You know, not the fact that it's against, you know, an old club of mine, uh, the fact that I've seen a group of supporters just love the football team, you know, and that's what we've got to serve the, the supporters. We've got to every day, you know, you've got to come into work for your supporters, and that's the that's the most pleasing thing for me today because with, without that togetherness, winning games, it, it's not the same. You can win games, but if you've not got that engagement, it doesn't really matter. But when I see a group of players play for the supporters like that, I think it was phenomenal, and you know. The, the game itself, we moved the ball brilliantly. You know, we we, we hurt them at every opportunity. Um, you know, they, play, they, they, they supposedly away from home play expansive football. They certainly do at Homebury, uh, but we didn't allow them to. The energy from uh, Tyler Walker and CJ and uh, and Jacob Mellis, they just couldn't get a foothold in the game at all. And uh, we dominated. The first half was dominance. I mean, the keeper, he's had an absolute world day. Murphy, I thought it was brilliant today. You know, he's how he's come off the line CJ's quick the quickest thing in, you know in, in in the lower leagues and you know how he's come off his line for that one um, he's thwarted them they've thrown the blocks on and that's a team Bury's a team that win a lot of football matches you know they go for the jugular but they just couldn't get out of uh, out of our half you know the first half so um, disappointed it weren't more disappointed it weren't a real resounding victory you know in the 2-1 um, goal at the goal at the end, the goal at the death, just um, you know leaves leaves just a bit of disappointment in there. But honestly, what a, what a what a phenomenal day because you know you you've got to go to your Stevenages and pick up points there. Um, you know, make sure that that's a different game of football down there. It's a different mental test. But today at home, the mental test is us being brave, us getting on the ball, us moving the ball well. And I thought we did it superbly. Uh, but our fitness looked it looked superior. It really did. Um, and you know, it's, it's it's a really important win. Stags boss David Flickcroft there speaking to I follow after that uh, win on Boxing Day at home to Bury. Very very. Uh appreciative of the support Nate wasn't he it's been absolutely phenomenal over the last two or three games or so it just keeps going up and up and Flickcroft absolutely is loving life yeah it's like wow 
phenomenal. Do you know what? Do you know what? Do you know what he feels? Galvanised. Absolutely. No, I mean it's been great, hasn't it? I mean, Stephen is away. To say, I know, yeah, we, I know, we're losing towards the end of the game, but the way support was fantastic. We never stopped singing throughout the whole game, and I think that was a big contribution into. Well, we were playing well anyway, but I think it helps. And he said that after that game. And the same again at home. Boxing Day is always a great day out. People, probably a lot of new people, which is important. And they've come and they've seen us not just win, but win by playing very well against a very good team. So the the, the, the attendances are steadily getting there. They're steadily going up. And let's just hope, uh, you know, the more we carry on playing like we're doing and, and the more positive we are and the more we keep... Uh, Keep things on this on this great run and on this wave that we're on, then it'll carry on getting better. Yeah, fingers crossed. It's uh, certainly an exciting time to be uh, a stag. Uh, we've published our results. The uh, poll which we put on Facebook asking about Greg Abbott, uh, whether you think it's a positive or a negative. Um, 78% have said it's a good appointment uh, 22 have gone no the move could impact uh, on David David Flickcroft so um, fairly balanced imbalanced one really uh, a lot of people happy to see it I think my final comment on it for me is as long as the roles are clearly identified and ironed out and there's no creases as long as Greg knows to go to the toilet when Dave needs a wee everything will be fine I think the other point is that I just think I trust the Radfords. Uh, I trust how they're doing it for the right reasons. So yeah. let's hope that is the case. Yeah, certainly so. It's certainly an interesting one. It's certainly got a lot of people talking in the comments as well. Don't forget, you can continue the debate on our Facebook and on our Twitter throughout the week. We are facebook.com forward slash MTFC Matters. That's also where you'll see the live videos, the live podcast every Thursday from 2019 at 6.30. Ish. Uh, on our Facebook page for you to have your say your team and of course you can uh, get involved on Twitter as well at (laughs) at MTFC Matters on Twitter uh, as well also Um, at 6.30ish no, it's not live on Twitter. It's just live on Facebook. If you can get involved in oh, there's the a link time, on Twitter to there, this. there is, there is that. That's something like that. And of course, there's blogs and stats on our website. Even though I've not updated it for a while. Uh, MTFCmatters.co.uk. Uh, final couple of things uh, before we move on to something a little bit different. We're going to have a quiz, as we always do at the end of the year, end of year special. Uh, and of course, it was our Christmas show last week, Si, and uh, uh, you weren't here, uh, but I did buy your present. So. Oh, thank you. Uh, they, are they yours from yeah, have they're, you they're waited to this week yeah. to give them to him yeah yes. uh, fair enough yeah I think you might need that in the new in the yes, new year me personally oh. well <laughs> all the well you know who knows just sat there on New Year's and you got you'll be surprised where drunk. it gets you'll be surprised where it gets um, there you go I wouldn't, I'd probably get rid of the beard if I were you why well you don't want if you, like I say you'd be surprised where it gets <laughs> Uh, there you go it's all good fun food for thought (laughs) (laughs) that's disgusting (laughs) for anyone who doesn't know what we're alluding to Simon uh, will sadly not be here as often uh, in the new year unfortunately unfortunately for us but fortunately for him great for him you're already getting rid of me I'm not even still leaving yeah he left in the new year he's still sticking around yes Yes. Uh, you are going to be the dad to twins little baby Nathan and Craig looking forward to that it's going to be great Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's why Cam has brought him some if you want to get involved DM us we will be looking for space at some point so if you want to get your say get in mate she's right, not even right, good right, yet yeah. can we have a bit of a conversation Simon's still in the room <laughs> yeah but we've got a plan ahead 
Sight will never get rid of you. Never replace you fully. You will always you know what, be missing that. You know, it's got picky chip. people up, can't you? Make them walk home. Make them walk home and all. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's call, call uh, the chair, Simon. Must be able to drive. Yeah, yes. must be able to drive. <laughs> and, like, and like McDonald's and or KFC. Yeah. <laughs> so stipulation for Nathan that. <laughs> and be a Stags fan. And be a, yeah, oh, that is yeah, a big one. That's really one. But no, seriously, if you want to get involved, we will be asking for people to come and get involved on an ad hoc basis uh, to join us whenever you can. Simon's seat will always be Simon's. Uh, for whenever he wants it, um, but just drop us a DM. We'd love I to get just more turn up one night. Yeah, just <laughs> randomly turn up. You know when we're out. doing it. Just get out. <laughs> yeah, he'll never do that. We've always got room uh, for one more. Uh, we can it's amazing get... how many people we can fit in this room. It is, and uh, we can always get rid of Cam if we need to. So there yeah. you go. Uh, yeah, well, as always, we'll be doing the. Cardboard, uh, that. That's oh yeah, we'll definitely do that. Uh, as always, we'll be doing the uh, end sense. of year quiz in a couple of minutes or so. But the transfer window, as we say, is around the corner. Um, it's, we said earlier that we wouldn't particularly like to see too many come in obviously we'd like a striker but I think we've got to shift definitely got to shift a couple a couple out and it's it's all about recruitment now Greg Abbott's going to be pivotal to that uh, but it's imperative really isn't it Nate, to get business done early doors yeah yeah it is I mean we, I don't think we have to do much like you've just said uh, maybe I think in a perfect world probably two in two out to be honest uh, I don't think we need to do much more than that um, but we'll have to wait and see. Like as I said earlier, it's sort of uh, we sort of got a problem, as in a good a good problem in a way. Well, it's a good thing and a bad thing in one go. It's uh, we're playing well, which is great for us in the league and and, and whatnot. But it also means that other clubs are going to be uh, sniffing around looking at our players. So um, good thing is we're not a selling club. Um, but sometimes money talks and if uh, the right bid comes in for our best players sometimes it's just too good to refuse so it'll be an interesting month but let's just hope we keep all of the key players and make a couple of uh, little, little improvements yeah fingers crossed I think one position we've missed out on um, and we're not talked about is we need another goalkeeper yeah unless yeah. we sign Jake Keane till the end of the season but again if we sign Jake Keane till the end of the season now I'd be just as happy yeah, as that yeah yeah most definitely yeah, yeah, yeah. there's certainly a few contenders I for like that Barry keeper to be honest yeah Joe Murphy very good keeper and obviously obviously worked with Flickcroft uh, before yeah. as well so yeah. tends to like players he's worked with before which is a vast contrast to Evans who plays he'd worked with him never before never wants never, never <laughs> never yeah. back no. no no so it's uh, it's an interesting one there. We def- if, if Jake Keane signs on that longer deal, then that's fair enough because I think we've we've got a quality keeper in him. Logan's an excellent shot stopper. Just needs to perhaps improve slightly with his feet and become more of a ball playing keeper. It can happen. It'd be fine. But if the right keeper becomes available for the right price, then who knows? There could be movement anywhere. But mm. as you say, Nath, the Berry keeper would be great. Yeah, the Grimsby keeper would be great. James McCowan and yeah, Lee Burge from Coventry as well. But I think if you looked, if we had a budget, for example, if you've got a keeper there who's on a free, as in Jake Keane, who could extend his contract, would you just surely it would be better to use those funds for the other positions that we're probably more in need of when you know you've got somebody like you said who's uh, good enough yeah. to to play, you know, to take that role. So I, I'd be with you. I probably I don't think Keane is a starter for us, but 
He's it could be when we, when we if he ever needs calling upon. Let's hope he doesn't need calling upon. But if he does, I think he's going to be okay. Yeah, let's not forget what a fantastic keeper he is. Obviously, a couple of Januarys ago when he came in initially on loan from Sheffield Wednesday, something like ten clean sheets in twelve or something like that. Mm-hmm. Fantastic record, great shot stopper. Very unlucky to not be playing at a high level. And to be fair, was very unlucky not to sign for us in the summer. Had one of the moves from one of the two keepers. I think a, a move potential move for Lesnik, uh, not of. Gone through, so could have been a very different story indeed. Mm. Talking of stories, it's time now to look back on the story of 2018. So I said earlier on that uh, I didn't miss you out in the Christmas present uh, buy-in. I have got you a present, oh, uh, which is this. Oh, I mean, however, have you seen Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Yeah, oh, that's great. You know when this that bit where they say there you go. But we don't want to give you that. <laughs> yeah. Last week, these two had a prize each, a present each. Right. They had to win the prize. Okay. So this is yours. All right. This is yours. You can tell it for now. Um, I'm going to now take that back off you because you've got to win this. You've got to win this back. You've got to win this back. The way to do this, who remembers towards the back end of last year when we did uh, a little game called 90 Second Defender? You remember that game? <laughs> oh, the God. 90 Second Time oh, yes, on Game. Really I love this game. This is a great game. Uh, for anyone that's not seen this game before, I'm going to put 90 seconds on the clock. I've got a list of stag-related questions, all from the past 12 months. So good luck. Starting way back in January, all the way up to uh, Boxing Day, uh, of course, and up to the present, the present moment. All you have to do is... Stay in possession of your prize. The way to stay in possession is by getting a question right. Who likes celebrations? If you get a question right, you continue. To, if you get a question right, you continue to answer questions. If you get a question wrong, uh, play goes to the next person in line. So what we'll do is we'll go uh, Simon, then Cam, then Nathan, then back to Simon. All right. So if you get a question wrong, so it goes to Cam. Then if Cam gets it wrong, it's to Nathan. If Cam gets, if Nathan gets it wrong, it's back to Simon. Whoever is in possession at the end of the ninety seconds is the winner. Are we all in and we all want to play? Are we all ready to play? Yeah. Okay? So you two could be getting an extra Christmas present each. Simon, you've got a, you know, play to... I've got my Christmas present later, you know, later yeah. on in yeah. about nine weeks' time. Well, that's it, yeah, when you get baby Craig and baby Nathan. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> obviously. Um, as, Might as, end up being baby Jesus. Well, that's it. <laughs> well, I am a priest, so you know. Hey. Always good. As, of course, uh, is your present that you are defending, you get to choose whether you'd like to, to start or whether you'd like to get one of the others to start. It's all about tactics in this game because remember, you've got to be in possession when the 90 seconds finish. So, would you like to start or would you like to give possession to Cam or Nathan bearing in mind the questions start back in January and come all the way to, through Nathan why me thanks what would we pick on Nathan when it comes to quizzes so Nathan I, actually no actually no I've changed my mind Cam ok so Cam like you're going to start if you get a question right you stay in possession you've got to keep answering questions right yeah right. if you get it wrong here's to Nathan and you, then you. so on and so on yeah, <laughs> and so on and so on and so on. Are we ready for the 90 second defend it game? Yes. Are we ready? Okay. Yeah. Uh, can I have 90 yeah. seconds on the clock, please? Are you ready, boys? You ready? Yeah. Okay, let's play uh, the 90 second uh, defend it game. Here we go. Three, three, two, two. Who scored the Stags' first goal of the calendar year? Zero. 
Incorrect, Nathan. Uh, incorrect, Nathan. How many of the starting lineup from that game against Carlisle started against Berry on Boxing Day? Four. Incorrect, Simon. The Stags' second game of the calendar year was against uh, Cardiff. Uh, how many Stags fans made the trip to South Wales? Oh, crikey. 3,000. Incorrect. Cam, after a goalless draw, who would have been the visitors to the one course stadium had the Stags beaten Cardiff in the replay? Mancini. Correct. Yeah. Cam, who did the Stags sign on loan during the transfer window? One of the three. Matt Penny. Correct. Cam, the day before Valentine's Day, the Stags put five past Newport. But who scored a hat-trick? Correct. Cam, Steve Evans and Dodgy left the club towards the end of February. Who scored the final goal of their tenure in a one-all draw against Coventry? Kayden. Correct. Cam, David Flickcroft was appointed manager, making the move from Swindon. Who was, who was his first game supposed to be against, but was abandoned due to a waterlogged pitch? Correct. Cam, how many one-one draws did the Stags record prior to defeat at Forest Green? Five. Incorrect. Nathan, who was injured in the sixth minute as the Stags endured a nightmare day at Forest Green? Uh, Danny Rose. Correct. Nathan, in the same fixture, who was sent off for the Stags? Seven. Six. 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 Um, four. Hmm. Three. Got to answer. Have I? Uh, oh, my. Oh, I didn't even set Got to answer. Got to answer. Correct. So if I get it right, or... <laughs> so if you get it right, you would have won. Can I, can I have the question again, please? <laughs> No. In the same fixture, who was sent off for the Stags? Ten. Can't remember going Nine. Eight. Seven. Six. Five. Four. Three. Two. Correct answer. It was the correct Correct answer. So, Nate, you've won the box of celebrations, which I will give to you, but I'm going to give you an option. Would you like to gamble a lot of chocolate your oh, box of celebrations yeah. Yeah. and continue with another round of the game and add in the prize of a box of Maltesers mini a uh, packet of Maltesers mini reindeers. Would you like Would you like to gamble? Yes. Can would you like to gamble? Not my cup choice, it's his choice. Yeah, I'll take go on then. Si, you wanna gamble? Let's do it. Okay, so Nathan, you're by the same respect you're gonna start in possession again. Oh, over to you, that's um, in a sec. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, mate. Uh, so we'll over see you soon. Well, was it the, the one one draw four? Oh, you always run through the incorrect answers. Yeah. I can't remember what you got wrong. It was um, the so I'm not mocking them. A lot. Uh, Kane Hemmings was the first goal scorer. Five players started from uh, the game at Carlisle on Boxing Day. Oh, yeah. uh, 1,064 were at Cardiff. Man City was correct. The other two players were Ricky Miller, Adam King, and Matt Penny. Uh, the hat trick was Alfred Pot Potter. Hemmings, you got right. Uh, Stevens, you got right. Three draws. Three draws. Uh, Danny Rose was one who was injured. Uh, Christian Pierce was the one who was sent off. Are you ready to continue? Yes. Okay, Nathan, you are in possession. Are you ready? Yep. Okay. Three, two, a vital win for David Flickcroft came against conference-bound Chesterfield. Who was the goal-scoring hero? Malbenin. Correct. Nathan, to be in with a slight chance of the playoffs, who did the Stags beat 3-2 in the penultimate game of the season? Ooh. Oh, it was... Um no clues. Simon, where did the Stags finish when the season's reach were closed? 12. Incorrect. Uh, Cam, how many players left the club on a permanent basis in the summer? Six. 
Incorrect. Nathan, the opening day saw Stags get off to a solid start, beating who? 3 0. Newcastle. Correct. Nathan, who scored a hat trick as Mansfield buried Accrington 6 1 in the first yes. round of the Carabao Cup? No, it wasn't. It was. Walker. Correct. Nathan, who made his professional league debut as the Stags drew 1 0 with Macclesfield? Gibbons. Correct. Nathan, how many Stags fans made the trip to West Brom in the le- in round two of the League Cup? Uh, 1,500. Incorrect. Simon, who were the goal scorers as the Stags beat current holders Lincoln in the first game of this season's Checker Trade Trophy? One of the two will do. Uh, butcher. Correct. Simon, the Stags saw a trip to crew postponed due to international Ten. call-ups. Which three players were jetting off to see the game called off? Sweeney, Pierce and Omari. Correct. Simon, David Flickcross men have lost just once in the league. To who? Exeter. Simon, correct. Who did the Stags beat for at the end of September, leading to the opposing manager being sacked? Northampton. Correct answer. Aww. So not only has Simon bagged himself his Christmas present, which he can keep, he's also it's bagged Christmas himself. Yeah. Okay. also bagged, him, bagged himself a bag of Maltesers well mini reindeer. Well done to you. There are, however, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight questions remaining. If you would like to gamble yeah. the Maltesers and the reindeer... I will gamble the Maltesers reindeer. However, I will pitch it between Cam and Nathan. Oh, that's an interesting fight. All right, then. That's an interesting fight. As there are eight questions... Yeah. As there are eight no, questions really. correct, um, I will do a penalty shootout style, but you just have four <laughs> questions instead of five. Is it, is it it's not yeah. ABBA, we're not doing ABBA, I can't be doing with yeah, that. The winner does um, still take it all. Though. The winner still does take it all, or, or the Maltesers reindeers. Um, would anyone like to go first or second, or can, would you like to do, you, in fact, as you gave the, the, you set the challenge, you decide who goes first or second. Oof. Cam. Cam is going to go first. Uh, you will um, only whoop. you will only have uh, ten seconds to answer the question. Get the old stop one, like that. two, three, four, five, six, seven, been a while. eight. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Okay, uh, you're only going to have ten seconds to answer though. If you if you don't give an answer or you give an incorrect answer, it's one point um, to the opposing person. Do we understand the rules? Yes. Do they okay. do they do they ten seconds start after after? A little throwback to uh, Legends Live. Okay, the first one. Who did the Stags beat 4 0 at the end of September? In you fact, no, I did do that, so I'm going to change the question. Who was appointed? Which former Stags manager was appointed as Northampton manager? So time has started. Keith Curl. Correct answer. 1 0 to Cam. Nathan, in all competitions, how many did the Stags score in October? <laughs> what? <laughs> Oh my god, 12. Incorrect, it's a point. What question that is. Incorrect. Incorrect. Jesus. Cam. How many people in the stands were wearing red coats on Wednesday? <laughs> 10. Cam. <laughs> Cam. Who was sent off as the st- as Davy Flickcroft returned to Swindon? Oh, Will Atkinson. Correct. 2 0. Cam leads. Nathan. The Stags ensure, endured a busy November, whose 90th minute goal secured a 3 2 win over Scunthorpe in the final Checker Trade group match. Your time has started. Ooh. 9, 8, 7, 6, 
five. No idea. So four, three. Oh, incorrect. No incorrect. Idea. So, Cam, you've got to get this to win it. You've got to get this one to win it. It must be any other easy one that you've been getting. It's just how you the question is. asking for. that one. That's too easy. They're all easy from this point, to be fair. Think of an unbelievably hard question. How many goals from last in, season? In no, all right, no, I will, I will give you in the last one. Right, no, 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 all right, no, if that's what you want, that's what you want. Who is David Flickcroft talking about in this clip? I love him, I love him. I think I might take him all. CJ. Oh, it's got it yeah, right, it's correct. Yeah. Cam wins it 3 0. Give him the reindeer. Give him, oh, give him no. the reindeer. <laughs> give him the reindeer. Sorry, Nate. Uh, the two that you got wrong, it was nine that the Stag scored in all competitions in uh, October. Uh, and it was Timmy Elschnick who scored uh, the last. Was it Cam? No, Timmy Elschnick uh, scored the last one. And I knew it was a midfield. Butcher scored yeah. in the same match. Yeah, yeah it was Elschnick yeah. whose goal uh, sealed the win. Uh, the other questions that I didn't ask were which former goalkeeper. Uh, who scored a brace uh, against relegation threat in Notts County CJ Hamilton which former goalkeeper re-signed on a short term deal uh, Jake Keane and the Sags trip to Forestry was abandoned at half time for what reason uh, it would have been waterlogged pitch I would have also would have accepted the fact that they don't like sausage rolls so uh, <laughs> there you go and, and this clip uh, this one I love you I love you uh, that was question. That would have been the last question. So I was doing them in, in sort of day order. So there you go. Uh, big congratulations to Cam Weldon for uh, for winning for winning that. Uh, time to wrap things up uh, as always. Then, um, oh Nathan, um, it's a good job that you've not won because your missus has been in touch and put no more chocolate. Uh, so it's, it's, it's a good job you've not won to that's be why he keeps bringing chocolate because his ass is full of it hey don't complain yeah. don't let him stop <laughs> I've got about 40 boxes of biscuits in there don't worry about that oh, we're, well, well, yeah, we're that. well set for the next it. year uh, of the podcast um, that's pretty much it prediction time for uh, the the festive games we'll be back with you next Thursday at 6.30 Ish. Uh, we'll be back at the usual Ish. day at the usual Ish. time because things Maybe. finally uh, have fallen back into place and we can do it on the regular night so 6.30 on Thursday uh, we'll be back to talk all things Mansfield Towns as we head into 2019 and what could be a quality year touch wood uh, for the Stags uh, next year first of all though we've got two games to slot in before then first up a home game to Swindon on Saturday. Nath, your predictions, please. I fancy us for a 2 0 win. Cam? 3 0. Sai? 3 1. 3 1. I'm going to go, we need that clean sheet. We came very close to it uh, on Saturday. I'm going to go 3 0 win for the Stags. Um, next up, though, we've only lost once so far this season in the league. Grimsby away has never been a happy hunting ground, especially on New Year's Day, where. Uh, a few years ago we got thumped 7-2 I believe not a New Year's Day to remember uh, back in New Year's Day 2011 last year we flew through it on Boxing Day exactly the greatest striker of all time exactly it was Nathan Exactly. It's why not? Um, never <laughs> happened hunting ground, especially when Nathan goes to the game. And Nathan, oh, you said last yeah. week you weren't going. What are you doing New I Year's said I Day? Wasn't face. I said I, I was never going to go there ever again after my record there. But what are you doing New Year's Day? I might have accidentally bought a ticket. 
accidentally bought a ticket. Accidentally. Yeah, accidentally went to the ground and went, can I have a ticket, please? So if our season goes wrong... <laughs> Nathan's fault. We, no, if we lose that Nathan, Nathan's fault. Mortified. Is so if anything goes blame. wrong on the podcast, it's Simon's fault. If anything goes wrong on the match, it's Nathan's fault. Yeah, nothing is ever my fault. Everything else is your fault. <laughs> nothing else is my fault. That's how we, you know, establish yeah. the the order of this of this show. That's <laughs> what you're gonna do when I'm gone then. It's still my fault. Still you. Still you. Not here. Yeah, that's it. Um, prediction, Nath. Obviously, uh, one one. One one. Yeah. Cam. Three one stags. I'll say one one, but I don't think it will be. New year and a new time to put things right. I'm going to say two one to the stags. Put what right? We've not done anything particularly wrong this season. I so meant far. the Grimsby thing. Oh, I, I know what I was talking about. You go back to sleep. Uh, as always, <laughs> thank you very much for watching. That's the final podcast ever of 2018 we will be back in 2019 on a Thursday as always get involved with the show for the fans by the fans why? well because of course Mansfield always matters facebook.com forward slash MTFC matters we are at MTFC matters on Twitter you can also find us at www.mtfcmatters.co.uk while we're on the matter of finding things if anyone knows where Fernando Forestieri is don't worry, the police are on it looking for it. The police are on it. Uh, that's it. Well, what a year it has been, really, as we reflect on 2018. Still one more game to go. Let's hope for three points. Twelve months ago, we had Steve Evans and Dodgy at the helm. We were looking to bring in new faces to try and boost the promotion bid. We ended up bringing in a whole new management team. Things went slightly wrong with 12 games to go, but we've turned a corner. And as 2018 approaches its end the stags are in a great position as we head into 2019 could it be the year of the stags we've got absolutely everything crossed here on the Mansfield Matters podcast from me Craig Priest from Nathan Edge from Cam Felton and from Simon Mercer whose year in 2019 is going to change <laughs> what he has baby Nathan and baby Craig thank you very much for watching we shall see you next time days are great but there's nothing quite like playing at home the same goes for mcdonald's maximize your home ground advantage with mcdelivery order now on the mcdonald's app at participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonald's.com and there it is that's as good as it gets on this stage nissan townstar ev strikes again it's an unstoppable van unstoppable no, just fantastic you can actually see the pro pilot technology in action effortless parallel parking it moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty and with a bench full of all-star van experts there's real strength in depth here that's all-star quality search nissan townstar ev and visit your local all-star van center to see for yourself Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.